on the advice of their lawyers and also their doctors. Off the Perch podcast would like to inform all listeners that the opinions expressed in these recordings are solely personal and do not reflect the views of any organizations they are associated with. As such, if you are offended by any content herein, please contact Off the Perch directly and they will be addressed live on the next show. This is Off the Perch, a New York Red Bulls supporters podcast. This is it, what? Lucini pouring from the sky, let's get rich, what? The Jiki Vons and Sugar Dimes can't quit, what? Now pop the caucus in the Vega and get lit, what? What? Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Off the Perch. Uh, it's Steve. It's Chris. It's Pat. And uh, that that went very well on Saturday. As about as good as it can get. I mean, we didn't yeah. get a clean sheet, but, you know, it's a g- game on the road, and we got three goals, and we won. Yeah. Given the tumultuousness of the prior week. Um, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. I guess the yeah. the main thing is you guys have to tell us about um, how how the trip was. I mean, the it trip makes was me fun. even more jealous than I already. Oh am. Well, yeah, yeah. Wow. Sorry. I I um, had fun. I went to the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> did they have capybaras? They did not have capybaras. No, oh, they didn't. That's not a what proper is the zoo. point? Yeah, they didn't. But they had like it it was like a really long, shallow pool that was almost like something you would see in like the National Mall or something. Um that uh that was just for the penguins. So it was just like penguins like like playing in sprinklers and shit. It's like a p- penguin wave pool? Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> and like next to that, they had the River Otter like amusement park, like water slides and stuff. So like, that was kind of cool. That's cool. Yeah. So, so uh, Saturday we did the Presidio, and then we went to the Golden Gate Bridge, and we like rode. Th- we found these uh, like lift bikes, like on the middle of the road that shouldn't have been there. We're like, we'll take them, um, and we rode it down to the to the bridge. Rode around some hills, uh, couldn't breathe at a certain point because it was just trying to bike uphill. Is not something I've done in like a, quite a while. Um, and then no, then um, went to the game. And then Sunday was really cool. We went um, we went to Santa Cruz to the boardwalk and the wharf over there. Um, and went to this pretty good restaurant, Makai. It's like a tiki kind of place. Um, I got this cool mug. It's like a tiki mug, but like it's like a, it's the front of it is a skeleton like on like a surfboard. It's the coolest cup in my collection now, so I'm very happy. And we saw seals under the under the um, under the wharf. They were like up on a platform, and one rolled over and fell off. And Monica got like a three second clip of him falling. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. It was amazing. It was apparently also the clam chowder chowder off because you know when you think of north northern california you think of clam chowder i guess i'm sorry what what did the seal fall off uh like the it's like there's like a like a wooden plank under the wharf Uh and they all kind of like hang out there i don't know how they get up there in the first place like oh you know what i i I think i saw that on on instagram yeah so i think yeah yeah, monica posted on instagram um 
and they were just chilling there, just like relaxing. And at one point, Monica recorded, caught one, just like rolled in the wrong direction and just fell and just flailing as he descended into the water. No. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was, a, it was fun. That was our, our kind of our last thing. Um, we hit up a couple of beaches on the way back to the, to the airport. We took like the scenic route, um, caught like a, a beach with some beautiful cliff sides, um, right at sunset. Yeah, no, it was it was great. It was a great trip. Sorry to make you more jealous, Pat. But <laughs> yeah, we. Um... I, I was I was so close to going. I I even bought my ticket and everything, and then I, you know, between you know schedule and I yeah I I, I got cold feet about actually buying the plane ticket and by the time i was like okay no i'm gonna do this it had gone up by 70 bucks yeah at that point i was like do i really want to spend six hours on a flight twice to be (laughs) in the area for like i would have gotten to see san francisco for like half a day because you figure the game is like a whole day thing so uh yeah especially with it being that early yeah yeah Yeah, that's Oh, I had beer at tacos for the first time. Like, um, which, which is like the, the the tacos you dip in the uh, like compote, the like kind of like soup mixture. Oh, oh yeah, so yeah, good. Yeah. Oh, it's delicious. Um, yeah, we um on Friday we went to this crepes place for breakfast, and then went to the San Francisco Zoo, which is like basically at the beach, like on the on like the ocean side not the not the bay side mm-hmm. um and then we ended up at like this park that's like basically connects to you could walk all the way to the golden gate so like we did like i want to say we hiked like three miles like oh, wow. all over the place through the woods like it was insane um and then and then we went down to San uh, down to San Jose, and went to this uh, Mexican place that was like order at the counter, and then they'd like let you know when your food's ready. But they also mm. do uh, these like frozen margaritas that are like they have like all different types. So you tell them what you want, and they put the alcohol in, and then hit the like the frozen, and then you just like swirl it around. That was good. <laughs> um. And then Saturday we hit we hit the Brit for pregame and then ended up going back there post game. But before that we like ran to a liquor store and found we grabbed like a four pack of like vodka lemonade cans. Okay. And just after we parked at the game, just like chugged them before going in. Um, <laughs> and my God, the food trucks at the stadium in san jose are amazing yes that lasagna that i had had no business being that good i'm kind of like when you handed me the box of the lasagna like i thought it was just gonna be like like a like a you know a sizable piece of lasagna that you get from a food truck whatever that was like what you would get at like thanksgiving like when you just cut out like like an entire corner just for yourself yeah that was a good it was like a six by four inch piece and it was yeah. a thick piece of lasagna that's, and it was fifteen dollars. That's vulgar. That is that is <laughs> no, not scran. No, no, that was the opposite of scran. That scran is, is scran is that's the farthest thing possible from scran. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the whole food truck, like I, I kinda liked the layout for for what is it, PayPal Park now, Vice Stadium, whatever. 
Um, their layout was really cool. I, I tweeted to like the Red Bull Arena account being like, uh, can you just recreate this in the lower concourse, please? Please? Like, just line up, like, food yeah. stands, food courts, whatever, but just, like, something, like, anything. Because um, it was, it's, it's, it was really cool to see, like, all those food trucks. People were just, like, people, there were some people that didn't even go to their seat. They just, like, watched the game on the screen from, like, the grass in front of the food truck. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's kind of weird, but okay. Yeah. Um, and then Sunday, we went back up to San Francisco after the Liverpool-Chelsea game, and we went to uh, City Lights Bookstore which is one of the few remaining independent bookstores left. Um, and I may have picked up some more leftist literature there, there you go. to read. What did you get? Um, I, where's that picture? Hold on, let me see. So I took a picture of my books and I posted them. I got, let me scroll through all my Italian memes. Um, so I got, <laughs> Uh, Anarchist Communism by uh, uh, I can never pronounce his name uh, Kropotkin yeah. Peter Kropotkin yeah I got it right cool uh, Dean Spades Mutual Aid Building Solidarity During This Crisis and the Next um, No Fascist USA the John, ba- John Brown Anti-Clan Committee and Lessons for Today's Movement uh, How Fascism Works The Politics of Us and Them and the state and revolution by Leonard. So there you go. Good, good, so, uh, good haul. Yeah, yeah. I was you know, trying I, to just get stuff that was like tiny. Yes, like I don't, I don't yes. need big books anymore. Like, just give me small things that I can read on the plane. <laughs> I'm not right, carrying exactly. around a five pound book. Uh, but <laughs> the bookstore is in like the North Beach area, so we ended up going to like this Italian restaurant that was amazing. And then going to like one of the oldest uh, Italian bakeries in that neighborhood oh, and cool. getting like cake and espresso and cannoli and having a good time. That's cool. That's so noble uh, that you support like, you know, small bookstores like that instead of just finding PDFs from Marxist.org. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. Like, I, it's funny. Like, like, I, like every I, other lazy person does. Yeah, like I, I've definitely done that for like class, but if I'm if I'm there, like eh, I'll grab it. Like why not? I've actually yeah. found um, thriftbooks.com is amazing for finding like used copies of books uh, and not giving money to Amazon. Like if you don't have a local bookstore, go through them. They have an amazing program with libraries where they will buy their bulk books from them. I've bought multiple. Uh, different books that are from the New York Public Library. So, like, they support the libraries and then sell you the used copies for, like, fairly cheap. Okay. Um, there is so. also, like, a tactile aspect to it, I guess. That, like, it, I mean, it's, it's the same thing with music, how Spotify is wonderful, but sometimes, well, it's not wonderful. The, the, no. the service is wonderful. Um, yeah. But, but sometimes you, you just want the hard copy. And yeah yeah no and everything yeah i don't want i hate reading like off of a screen i want to hold the book i can't do hand. it yeah i like, can't read off like an e-reader it's hard for me yeah. you get used to it if, if you're if you're lazy enough yeah well <laughs> and it's it's also i'm reading a lot of nonfiction, so i will like go to the index to like find something and uh, like having to like uh... scroll through a pdf to the end and then come all the way back <laughs> yes yeah. 
hated us. But anyway, yeah. So this is a podcast about soccer. Right. Right. <laughs> we're we're getting gonna, just, we're getting there. I was going to talk um, about the, the the weird tour I went on after the game. We'll get to the oh, game. Oh, go for I, it. Yeah. So yeah. I went on a on a tour of this weird. It's like this weird mansion in San Francisco. Um, at night, and they give you a little flashlight. They walk you like you walk around. It's kind of like self guided or whatever. Um, it's this house that was built by this lady, but she built it in such in like the weirdest ways. Like she had these. Um, at a certain point, she gained arth- she got arthritis, so she had like staircases going to different floors, but she didn't have like full staircases. She called them like mini risers. So they're like this, these really tiny steps. So they were just like more windy. It was it's so weird. She had like an atrium, like a two greenhouses in her in her house. Um, There's like weird tunnels and doors that lead to nowhere to just like falls. It was the weirdest thing, and it was at night too, so it was just weird and creepy. I forgot the name of the lady. Not haunted, allegedly. Not haunted. Well, they like talked about like there was like some like voiceover stuff that says like they did seance. Oh, there was a seance room. So let me correct myself. So they did. There's like some like little bit of like that like oh it might be okay. like a haunted house kind of thing, but there was nothing in there that was designed to scare you. It was just like you're in the dark, but it was still fun. It was like fun. It was it was a fun little thing to like wrap up the day. Uh, we then after that we hopped on the Caltrain from, um, up where our old, old roommate um lives down back to San Francisco where our hotel was at, and um yeah that was that was interesting. Uh, we only saw one weird dude. Uh, with half his ass out of his pants. Nice. Um, but other than that, you know, the game. Yeah. <laughs> it's now, we're 14 minutes in. Let's talk about the game. Yeah, normally <laughs> we do this when it's like a terrible road game and we just yeah. don't talk about anything but the game. But like, San Francisco's <laughs> awesome. Like, over yeah, the no, Bay Area is great. I've always told myself, like, San Francisco and the Bay Area is like my perfect, like, climate. Like where it's never too hot and never too cold. It's just like right that sweet spot where like when the sun's out, it's you can feel the warmth. And when it's it's cold out, it's not like bitter cold. Like it's it's a cool like you you can go out in a hoodie or whatever, but but you'll be fine. So yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh a three one win against San Jose to open the season. Um just I not I'm not I'm not gonna say I'm surprised by the result, but um it was good to see after kind of what was a, sh- a kind of rusty start to the game that we found our form a- as, as the rust started shaking off. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there were, there were a lot of promising signs early on. Um, and I, I, I was very interested in the way that our back line was set up. And I wonder if this is the kind of thing that against maybe, uh, you know, stronger teams could catch us out a little bit but we had we had a, a set up almost like almost like an Antonio Conte team where you've got like three center backs and then and then one of them will always be stepping up to to so, pressure the ball and that so did I, leave, sorry go ahead no i was just going to say i was wondering if you noticed that like long essentially wasn't playing a and like one set section of the of the field mm-hmm. like he was yeah. essentially going up and down the, the back line yes um yes. almost like a sweeper it was yeah, it was yeah, kind exactly. of odd That's to exactly see what it is it's it, you you have one center back that basically well i mean less sweeper more like a stopper like plays oh, right basically yeah basically in front of the back line 
Um, and there wasn't a whole lot of defensive work rate from, I, I don't, I don't want to call them the wingbacks because, because the, uh, I mean, they, they were essentially like, like, like Morgan was, was, uh, was essentially, I mean, he was playing as like a traditional outside midfielder. Right. Um, with a little, like a tinge of like that, like a, like an outside back, uh, but more, yes. he was playing more on the front foot as opposed yes. to being, uh, um, on the back line. Yes. Tolkien, then, I would say, was playing more of that kind of defensive mm-hmm. um, back, but Morgan was was definitely playing with with more of an attacking mindset. Yeah. It all right. There were there were certain situations where it almost shifted to just like a back four. Um, yeah. And I think as a result of a lot of the a lot of the the quick positional changes, and yeah, the generally low defensive setup from the team. Um, uh, it, there were there were a lot of situations where there was simply too much space in behind the midfield line, and we did, we got caught out a few times. And if, potentially, if San Jose weren't as rusty as, or yeah, weren't as rusty as they were, and as as rusty as we were as well, um, it, we we could have struggled a little bit more defensively. Um, but yeah, I mean, o- overall, I think it was it was pretty much the perfect setup and the perfect start um the way yeah. that they uh the way that they approach the game like, like kind of again p- people have been pointing at things and saying 2018 vibes whether the, the red kit or like the you know certain aspects of turmoil in the off season <laughs> um, um winless preseason what have you um but this this was in a, a sort of like swashbuckling um Type, type of game where where away from home didn't matter like uh, right they, they had they had a game plan and they stuck to it and and they were no, the better for sure. soccer team for sure um going back to what you said about the midfield I, i'm not going to say that we we missed sean davis out there but we did miss having a kind of defensive midfield presence where i think i guess long was kind of doing that in a set in a way but it was not as kind of centralized as as what Davis mm-hmm. gave to us last season. Um the midfield was more more playing forward which like you said was leaving that gap um between the midfield and our and our back line um which let San Jose kind of they weren't like completely playing like f- like with without worry out there but there was still that like extra like second where like we had to kind of recover and make sure that like our, def- our our lines were set up for like any form of attack that they had we definitely did a good job in, in situation i mean i i think of like like uh Mourinho's, uh the thing that he repeats a lot of like anticipate losing the ball and there were there were a lot of times where you you would you would just you you would see situations especially early on where like yearwood had some some pretty bad giveaways mm-hmm. and we never seemed to be terribly caught off guard by it um uh, so i mean just small things like that that kind of signal that you know and i i i guess we'll get into some of the struber and Selwell stuff later on but um, yeah you know we were quite i mean I, I, certainly i was quite critical of him last week for some of the things he said but i do think that like the team looks a lot more well-oiled now than than it it has over the last few years yeah 
Yeah, I don't know how much of it is like we were playing a team that didn't know how to play soccer with a <laughs> head coach that is already like taking bookings for next year. Server um, and Ahmed are just having like a I hate my team off. Like they're yeah. just like it's like I hate my team. No, I hate my team more. It's just like all right, yeah. guys. Um, but we looked really good, especially on the counter. Mm-hmm. I thought we looked fantastic. Like yeah. I, I was very impressed with how well the team looked for it being, you know, the first game of the season on the road, mm-hmm. on the West Coast. Like, it was just, it was nice. No, yeah. I, I mean, it's like opposite what, what happened last season against Kansas City where um, we didn't really look that good out there and we were just like, oh, it's a Western Conference team. It's the first game of the year, whatever, whatever. Um, no, like the team actually came out to kind of, uh, show that they're, they're, they're polished and that, and that you know, that they, they want to start the season off on a good foot and, and on a, a win away on the road is that's the best way to do it. Um, going into like, kind of, I guess the, the, the timeline of the game, um, and like I said, the, the first kind of the first third of the game, like the first 30 minutes, you can see that there's obviously rust on both sides on both, uh, first San Jose and us. Um, the next 15 minutes of the game are, is kind of just back and forth. Um, and then there's the Klamala goal, like in the 46th minute, like in, in um, stoppage time for the first half. Um, with throwing an assist from Lewis Morgan, which was, a, hey, a great way to, to, to kind of just cap off the half. Um, given that we, there was a few chances. Um, no, there wasn't really that many, ch- like close, close chances, but there were so many like shots on goal that were kind of just like, driving me crazy um for us to get a goal to go into the half was was good to see um and then going into the second half um there was that yellow card for ccj in the 56 minute that i didn't really think was a a good card but whatever um then he got subbed off for for uh zayden um in the right, like I think a minute later, I think he came off for an injury. Um, and I think, I think, um, some, something like a hip flexor or something like that. Um, so Caden comes in. Um, there's Caden <sighs> had moments in this game where I wanted to, like, I, I was l- like livid at how he was playing. Mm-hmm. Like, there's moments where he like has the ball and like takes like too many too many like steps and like fakes and it's just like dude just shoot the ball or pass it or or just don't run towards the goalkeeper with the ball who's already down ready to get like to like grab the ball like do something do anything but he kept doing just like the worst possible option in the scenario that he was in which was just so so annoying to see yeah he um he felt like he had no confidence to a degree, yeah, but it was also like, I don't know, it, it's it's one part confidence, another part like decision making where he wasn't, he was just like not making the right decisions. It was it was just, I don't know, it was really weird. Um, so Everything he came in him is like has to be done at a thousand miles an hour. There's yeah, there's 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 never a time where he receives the ball and 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 you know, thanks to take the sting out of the game. I mean, even, even the third goal and obviously like 
works out brilliantly because he he gets an assist on a you know pretty <laughs> pretty sweet through ball and we 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 score an insurance goal. But like a situation like that, like it's stoppage time, like. It's, it's the kind of thing where if I were the manager, like in the moment, I'd kind of be screaming to take it into the corner. <laughs> of course, he doesn't do that. And it, 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 again, it works out quite well. So you can't can't say anything. He can't keep getting away with this, though, for Christ's sake. Yeah. It's like, that's like his whole career is just getting away with things that he shouldn't get away with. <laughs> and I'm sick of it. It's, I'm tired of it. Um, going back to the one thing, like the one kind of... Um, uh, dark spot from the game was the goal that we gave up where we gave up a, a free kick uh, a, like um, outside the box like near the near the end line and I, as soon as we that soon as that foul came and as soon as we I knew we were gonna it was a free kick I I my brain immediately already said there is like a 90% chance that this is gonna be a goal for San Jose because I feel like I had seen this same thing happen last season where like our set piece defending at times lack like leaves a lot to be desired. And as soon as I saw the position, I was just like, all right, this is probably going to be a goal and it's going to suck. And then like, I looked away for a second. Then I hear the, the stadium like explode. I was like, God damn it. Um, so yeah, that was, that was just disappointing to, to, to see that we're still, I mean, it's the first game of the season. We, we're going to, we're probably, we'll improve and things like that. But like, and also to be fair, that was a hell of a header. It was. I don't it know was. if you guys have seen it on the replay, but like, like it, it it's, so it's about like, it's a pretty much. I mean, a perfect. once the ball, the thing is like, once the ball gets to him, it's pretty much unstoppable. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I totally agree that like the, <laughs> you know, the 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 problem is more with like like the the weird commitment to to zonal marking on set pieces, which. Uh, I've I've never never really liked, yeah. As as a, as a as a concept in soccer. Um. So yeah, that so that happened in the 69th minute. Three minutes later, though, um, Omer scores a goal, um, with an assist from Amaya, um, and then there's basically nothing nothing else until, um, oh well, we got to see uh, Daniel Edmund came in, the game in the 74th minute, uh, Serge Ngoma and um came in in the 77th minute um so they get they made their debut their debuts um and then the 91st minute uh tom barlow uh got on the score sheet and from an assist like you said at, from from Caden clark uh barlow after scoring the goal uh told the stadium to be quiet uh told the haters to be quiet uh told the planet to be quiet <laughs> um which you know listen hey if if Barlow can score goals in lane games, okay, great. I'll I'll take it. Um we'll see if that if that trend continues. Um but yeah, that's basically all she wrote. Three one went on the road. Um I was just gonna mention like pretty much everyone in in the midfield had a good to great game, but I wanted to kind of like give props to to so both Amaya and and Fernandez, but more so Amaya, because I don't know. Amaya came last season, and I think kind of there was moments where he just looked like he wasn't as focused as he should be. Um, and I know it's just the first game, and, and, and I'm like we'll wait and see that for the rest of the season. Um, but I thought he looked really good out there. So so I hope that that trend continues for for Frankie as well. And and I mean. The... 
there's certainly something to be said about like the the pass that he made to set up uh, Omer on the second mm -hmm. goal because that's not a pass that Sean Davis makes very often. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, forget about like the the ability to to make it because the the pass itself wasn't. I don't think it was was a terribly difficult run to find, but like the the slightly just a little bit more direct uh, style of play, right? Knowing that as as you mentioned like there's there is sort of a more like we we don't have one person doing the Sean Davis role from last year we have we have three or four doing yeah. parts of it and i i mean i can't help but think that in the long run this is going to be a good thing um oh no i agree and, yeah absolutely and, and yeah just just having someone with a little bit more of a of an instinct for the final ball like that um i, I mean in, in in this situation like like probably won us the game yeah yeah um anything else before we we go on to our the first three stars of the season yeah we're bringing it back we won we should we should have three stars <laughs> surprise um yeah, anything else uh i don't uh, think so no i don't no? think okay. so no. I, I do think steve should go first for, for this uh, either you or steve i'll go uh, first Steve, you go first then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll give him my third star to uh Oh god, I just fucking I had it too. God damn it. Uh <laughs> third star to Cornell. Um Okay. I, I I thought he played well. You know, yeah, they they got a goal off the set piece, but like I like Cornell. Yeah. Uh second star I'm giving to um uh Lewis Morgan. Okay. Um I thought he played amazing. Um no, no, yeah. I thought he was all over the place. Um so I, I I'm excited for when he gets to play closer to the front than as as opposed to being a wing back. Mm -hmm. Um and first star I'm gonna get to long just because he's back. He's the captain. He was playing essentially as a sweeper and yeah. was just keeping the, the back line clean. And he had so. it, and it looks like he, he hadn't missed a step essentially. Like he, he didn't, he didn't really, I mean, he's a, you're, you, he's a defender and there's not really like a lot of running and stuff like that, but like, he still looked like he could keep up to the pace of, of, of the league, which was good to see. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, I will get my third star is going to be, um, Omir for the goal um, and just overall performance. Like, like I said, everyone in the midfield, like had a good to great game. Um, Omir was, was one of the more, um, had one of the better performances out there. Um, my second star is going to go to Amaya, um, basically along the lines of what I said for Omir. And then my first star is going to go to Lewis Morgan, um, who we didn't really talk about a lot, like in terms of like the stuff that was happening in the game, but he was very integral in how we dictate the pace of the game and like you said steve like i'm i'm really looking forward to when it, it, this like weird wing back like half defender half like forward forward like outside back out, like outside wing just becomes more of just like a all-out a, a, like offensive player um but i thought he really shown out there so he's my first star all right. Um, so, so now that I've had a chance to to do my homework, <laughs> in, 
Um, uh, third star uh, has to be uh, I, I, Dylan Nealis, honestly, just because I I don't think any of us were really sure exactly what we were going to get from him. Yeah, I mean, he was a highly rated guy in college. I mean, uh, didn't see much playing time last year. Um, and we signed him. The club has been very high on him, and some fans have been pretty skeptical. And I think, I mean, he, if nothing else, seamlessly fit into a you know a pretty strong back line. Yeah. Um, and also, neither of you guys said him. So. <laughs> uh, and the, no, the newest the Neosos look good out there together playing in yeah. tandem. It was cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, also, he was playing out of position as well. Oh yeah. Um, and again, was hardly noticeable. Um, yeah. Second star is also for Morgan. Um, I mean, you just get the sense he's got like, again, the, the sort of like intangible football brain uh, that works on a higher level than most of the other players in the league. Um, and uh, yeah, echoing what you guys said, cannot wait till he sees a little bit more, little bit more time, like really on the front foot. Mm-hmm. Um and for stars for Amaya, who was absolutely everywhere, um, set up the second goal. Um, Again, I, 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 was yeah for me was like easily the man of the match, and that that seemed not just to be me. Many other people were sort were were commending him, not just for coming back from a, a difficult uh, physical condition last year, but but yeah, I mean he put in put in a, a hell of a shift. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So that was San Jose. Um, let's go into news because, you know, um, last week we talked about Struber's comments about his, like, lack of signings. And we were like, oh, why would Struber say that? It's like this and the other. And, like, I, while I still agree, like, my stance hasn't changed on it. Um two days after that, after that happened and like two days after we spoke about it, <laughs> um, Kevin Thelwell just up and left and went to Everton, um, essentially destroying everyone's podcasts. Um, yep. that, that was released except, that week. Except Metro fan TV. Oh, you're right. They got, they record. That night. Those yeah. Assholes. <laughs> Those bastards. Um, but yeah, no, it, so that that came down the pipe. When was it? That came on the pipe on the twenty fifth. That was the Thursday. No, sorry, Wednesday. No, Friday. No, Friday. It was the Friday because I was in. I was literally on my way to Laguardia when it, when the news came out. Um, so yeah, he's 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 off to to Everton to um, be their sporting director, whatever. Um, but this, while the news is shocking, given that like, I don't know. Based on the way he spoke about things um, last season, like in that in that interview he did with Once a Metro, um, just the rumors that were swirling around him that he really wasn't kind of uh, paying any mind to, um, said he's dedicated to the, to trying to building a, a, a future and system here for the for us. Um, this was kind of a blindside, and uh, like to some degree. Uh, so, on another, on the other side of the coin, like you can see that, okay, yeah, he he he, he built up Wolves, um, and then and then kind of built this reputation for being a really good sporting director. Came here, and I, for 
another Premier League team to kind of poach him back to that side of the, the, the pond, I'm not super surprised, but it's still disappointing. Yeah, I'm disappointed. Um, I didn't think he was going to leave so soon yeah. for such a shit fucking <laughs> fucking half-rate tin pot club that's about to uh-huh. be relegated uh-huh. um, okay. with with a fucking guy that makes 9-11 jokes on 9-12 as the fucking manager. Um so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a little disappointed. I wish him nothing but failure. Um, <laughs> they, he can, he can fuck off now. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I have to say I am surprised. Like I'm, I'm oh, no, like I'm, I yeah, was, like I was like, um, I, I mean, I, I, I thought the fact that he'd already had the wolves job for like a decade meant it would have satiated that that need yeah Yeah. i mean yeah i mean everything that he said in the interview suggested that he was coming here for a totally different challenge yeah Um, yeah i mean i I don't know the 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 one thing that i i think is the dust has settled and you know (laughs) everyone has calmed down a little bit certainly myself included um is that like he um, unarguably uh, left the club in a, in, a, in a better place to deal with something like that than oh a, a thousand than, percent uh, than we were two years ago. For sure. Yeah, so so I'm not going to come out and say like oh good riddance you didn't do anything for us you didn't bring anybody in because um, that's just pain like that's just false like he made good signings for us he 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 set a framework for like the academy and for like the reserves and stuff like that. Like had a, he had started building a framework for the vision of what he thought this club can, can be. We'll see if that vision is still kind of carried through with whoever comes in. We'll mm-hmm. see. Um, but I, um, in terms of purely his role as head of sport, I'm not, if I were to rank it out of like a like out of ten, I'd probably give it like a like an eight eight point five. Like he 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 didn't like sit like sit in the chair and twiddle his thumbs. Like he made yeah. moves and he brought players in. Um, I just wish that he had stuck around longer to kind of kind of see more of these um, steps taken in, in in various front like facets of the club. Yeah, um, I mean, it, yeah, like in the same way that that. You know, a sporting director obviously is not coaching the team and certainly is, yeah. is not playing the games. The flip side of that is that, like, certainly for a club that's as, like, committed to the idea of infinite game as as the Red Bulls tend to be, um, have, I, I don't know, maybe you could even twist this argument on its head and say that it reinforces that, but, like, um, sporting directors is it is a constant position it's it's not a job that that only exists during transfer windows and yeah um uh i i suppose we're in a situation where like for this year everything was was fine and the the worry is more like two three years down the line yeah you know whether 
hope hopefully like you know whoever like the powers that be um don't sit around twiddling their own thumbs uh yeah get an equally qualified person you heard that mario gomez you you bastard (laughs) i keep forgetting like is is he actually is he actually the one he he he, surely he's not actually the one who's who's uh, i mean I think that, he's right? he's the head of, of Red Bull Soccer. I oh think that's God. his title. That's, it's so it's so weird. Insane. It's surreal, and yeah, it's just really weird. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I guess at this point right now, Dennis Hamlet is our sporting director again. Um, which you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, like like Kevin left like a note of like. Here's some things you can do, or you, you should do. Here's things you shouldn't do. Yeah, PS. it's literally like, on Monday, call <laughs> Tom. <laughs> and then, like, at the end, it's just like, P.S., always reply all. And Yes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's just weird that that's, like, kind of how it, it ends, where it's just, like, a Friday news dump that like our sporting director just is gone. Um, and like, I guess you can look at Struber's comments from earlier in the week and be like, Oh, okay. It kind of get, it kind of makes sense to a degree given that like he's pissed that he's, <laughs> that maybe like Kevin got the jump on him on going back to Europe. I don't know. Also like, I don't know. It was, it, there's a there's a part of me now that understands why why Schubert's comments were were why he said them the way he said them, um, but like now it's I don't know I, I, he has the Schubert like I said last week Schubert has the pieces he needs, barring maybe like one or two, possibly three extra moves to like really flush out the squad. Um, he has all the pieces he needs to to succeed, and we saw it. Uh, we saw it on the field on Saturday, where like this team, and we're not. We don't have Lukinias. Morgan's not playing in, in the position that we we brought him in for. Um, like there's still Fletcher. Well, yeah, we'll get to that right after this. But like there's there's enough power on this team that that can carry us through the season to, to a successful season. So now it's just up for Schuber to to be like, okay, I'm going to coach this team, and you know, kind of like lead us to a successful year. So it's it's we'll certainly a strange time to be a fan because the on field product promises to be pretty good. I think. Like, yeah. Like, I'm I'm even more confident after, of course, seeing seeing the the game this past weekend, and then yeah, there was also the sense that like the back office is. A, is a little bit of a circus, um, <laughs> in in none of the charming ways that it that it can that it can be. Yeah, yeah. That that news on Friday, yeah. like I was at, it was at that point where I was just like, I'm just tired of. of I just want to see games. Like yeah. I had already yeah. been at that point, like like with the Struber stuff. Um, but like even more so, I was just like, I just want to just watch the team, like our team play mm-hmm. soccer. Like I don't. I'm tired of this off the field speculative bullshit yeah. like i just want i just want to see them out there on the field and just compete and and when i got to see on saturday leaves me kind of in a positive mindset and leaves me confidence to say that this team can perform um again san jose is not the best team 
Um, but given all the other circumstances for them to come out and perform like that, it was pretty good. So thanks, Cal. Thanks, Kev. Bye. See you. Um, never. I don't know. Um, yeah. Um, so then, um, Kevin, so that happened on Friday. Um, we won Saturday and then on Monday, this past Monday, uh, we announced the, um, the loan signing of Ashley Fletcher, uh, from Watford. Um, she's a striker, uh, premier league striker, uh, Manchester United Academy product. Um, he's going to come over on a six month, um, loan. I think, do we know for sure if there's an option to buy? There is. Or no, it's in the buy. There is, is but at it like triggers like a four year contract. Right. Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, but yeah, like I, I I'm assuming this was Kevin's last hurrah, because uh, I don't know if Dennis can kind of turn around a, a signing like this in like 48 to 72 hours. If there's, if there's one thing that Dennis has been. <laughs> exceptional at it's bringing in strikers from the premier league <laughs> exactly um but yeah no it's listen to me this is a this is the kind of move that um i think emphasizes our point or at least my point where that okay we have Klamala up front as our as our dp striker to for us to then say hey we're bringing in a premier league striker on a six-month loan with the option to buy but I think it just it points to the fact that we we mean business in in the sense that like essentially our our offense is almost like set like I don't see any other moves in terms of on the offensive front that we need to make. Uh, I, if do you, if you guys disagree, you let me know. But I think our no, offense no, no, is set. Like this is the replacement for Fabio, and pro, and and again we, we'll wait and see if it's better if he's better than Fabio. And if he meshes well with 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 what we do here, um, but this is a kind of like insurance signing uh, to me, at least. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, this it, kind it, of feels. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was just gonna say, like, it, it's it's it seems uncertain, even like like what role he was brought in to fill. Like, if they if they actually plan to have him and Klimala just sort of competing for a sole striker spot. Or if they plan to uh, ch change it up with the formation and maybe play play like uh, like uh, a three five two like we saw quite a lot last year. Um, well, no matter what, is it gives us more flexibility to 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 do basically whatever we want formation wise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was basically what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, he's still not over on, he still hasn't, not with the team yet. I think, I think he's still over, um, in Europe. Um, but yeah, no, it's, a, it was, it was kind of a, a good way to start the week in, in terms of us already being kind of, uh, in like a up mindset, like a positive mindset for us to then bring up, bring in this signing as well, which has been rumored and we've kind of, it's been like. We've kind of known that it's been coming for a little while now, but for it to finally hit cap and it's just like, all right, we're still making moves. We're still finalizing stuff. Um, there was another report that, that we were trying to get a, um, 
uh, who's what's his kid? Uh, Caleb Styles from Barnsley. Um, that got the bid got rejected, but like we were still out there making moves. Um, there was a med, uh, midfielder that plays for um, for Barnsley, so we're still out there, still making moves. The transfer window doesn't close until you know the fifth of never. I don't know. It's like May, so we can still sign some people if we really need to. Um, but yeah, that was a good way to start the week. Um, in terms of RB two news, um, RB two signed. I made a few announced a few signings this week. Um, they signed uh, goalkeeper Giannis uh, Nikopoulos. Uh, they signed midfielder John Murphy, and they signed it was one more, right? Uh, yeah, there was another goalkeeper they signed. Hold on, I uh, opened this. Um, wait, okay, that's why it's that's why I have two tabs of the uh, same thing open because they announced uh, Giannis is twice. Cool. Uh, yeah. I'll, well, <laughs> anyways, we just wanted to bring bring that news to you. Um, so, so RB2 is fleshing out their roster for the for their last USL championship season before they go to MLS, um, NXT 3.0, whatever. Um, that's it for news. Um, let's go right into our game uh, coming up against Toronto FC on Saturday, Saturday right? Yes. Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Saturday at 2 p.m., I believe. Um, Toronto FC uh, is a Canadian soccer team, which is probably worse. Um, they are in a, well, it, whatever. They're not, they, they're, they drew their last game against Dallas 1 1 in Dallas. Um, what can you say about Toronto? Did um, Josie's gone? Michael Bradley is still there, being coached by his dad. Um, Insignia is not with the team yet, I don't think. No, no, he's not. Um, so it's it's basically the Michael Bradley show with like, man, this roster is like really bare bones. What the hell? Jonathan Osorio. Um, this is. This is dire. Um, anyways, yeah, uh, we're we're going up to, to Canada to play the game Saturday at two p.m. Um, what are you guys' thoughts? How are you guys feeling? We better go kick the shit out of them. <laughs> like they deserve it. I mean, yeah, I, I think given that they can even beat. Uh, I mean, again, like we were the only team, I think, to win their away game. Um, Toronto drew 1-1 against Dallas, um, which, I don't know, Dallas is also in that game, the same sphere as like San Jose, where they're like not really good. I don't know. Um, I think we can get out of there with a 2-0 win. I, I don't, there's no one on that team right now that scares me. My, even Michael, even, even, um, Having uh, Bradley as coach doesn't intimidate me either. Like, I see nothing on this team that that prov- that like displays any form of threat um, for our squad. So I'm gonna say we're gonna win two nothing. Um, but um, yeah, yeah, it just depends on how we kinda, how we kind of um, get ready for it. How we kind of like um, 
shake. I worry that we'll be a little bit too confident given that we, we just came off like a, a, a good win on the West Coast. Um, but hopefully Struber can kind of maintain the mindset that's just like tackle each game like one at a time. Forget about forget about last week and just kind of go forward from there. So I'm going to say 2 nothing for us. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, 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 again, at the risk of being overconfident, I think there's like, I think our squad is better than many, many of us have even given it credit for. Um, and I, I'm, I don't have the Toronto roster in front of me, but if, if you're saying that it's, I'm it's telling really you, man, I mean, this and, is who scored. Like, I mean, they, they weren't very, they obviously weren't very good last year and the, the sort of, the sort of like, uh, 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 the the hype pieces that they're bringing in for this season haven't arrived yet. Um, I, yeah, I, I, like th- this is very similar to the San Jose game, where really like nothing except uh, going there and winning is is really acceptable. I think. Yeah. Like I, I look at the lineup that played their last game, and it's like Bradley in midfield, obviously uh, Jonathan Osoria, uh, Pozuelo, um, Jesus Jimenez with playing up top. Um, Alex Bono still their goalkeeper. Jeez. Chris Mavinga still playing defender, and then the rest like one, two, three, four, five are just a, a couple like MLS bodies essentially. Um, yeah, there's they don't really have like I said like to reiterate they don't have like a threat that that worries me. Yeah, no. No, I'm happy to play them before what's his name gets here in the summer. And Signa, yeah. Getting scored on by him would be so annoying. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, I don't think that I don't think he'll be terribly interesting in MLS. Like 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 put putting on my my MLS digital cap. I don't think <laughs> like, you have an MLS digital cap? I do have one. Yes, thank uh-huh. you. <laughs> um, no, I mean like it, it would kind of be like when when Gonzalo Higuain scored a free kick against us in the COVID season and was like utterly oh yeah for, for every other second that he played. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they lost their shit. Yeah. And then they finished, they still finished like 12th. Um, sorry, sorry. No, I, 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 I missed that. What the thing about Higuain? Yeah, no. That I was just gonna say that I remember that they lost their shit when they he scored that goal against oh, us, yeah, but then yeah, they still yeah. ended up finishing yeah. like twelve. Right. right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like there's not really. I I I think. I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna repeat what I said. Like we shouldn't Two we now. shouldn't be scared of the Toronto team. Two now. Yeah. 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 Um. Let's go on to questions before we wrap up this week's episode. Uh, question time. Thanks for sending questions. Thank you so much. Yay. Uh, all right. Question time. Uh, let's start from here. Um, uh, Yoni Turk asked, oh, thank you for sending questions, by the way, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, Yoni Turk asked, um, he, he honestly wants us to, he wants us to hear any of us say Gerhard Struby Dooby Doo. But why? Oh, I think with your with your uh, your modulator. Oh, okay. I'll do it with that. All right, one sec. Is it working? It's working. Yes. Okay. 
There you go. I feel like that that does it for everybody here. Uh, thank you for 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 sending that in. Um, Sapo uh, Sapo Bola asks, um, "What are you guys' thoughts on John Tolkien's trim, um, his haircut?" It so. Uh, who was it? Uh, Narrowitch on Twitter posted like a photo of it and then posted a picture of a hedgehog next to it. Um, and that's the best way to describe John Tolkien's hair right now. It's yeah. like, it's this weird mullet slash bucket of hair that's just like flying around everywhere. Um, I love it. It's great. I, I will never shit on John Tolkien's like, hair choice. I will never will. You can't do like like half of it down to the roots died because right, it's it weird be, yeah you can't do that it has to either be frosted tips or just the whole thing yeah yeah roots. it's like because yeah, he, he he died it three months ago probably and just hasn't touched <laughs> it since then <laughs> just let his natural hair come out so it's just this weird hybrid yeah it's it was it's it's weird but once again i i will not i will not shame John Tolkien's her her option her like I won't, choices. So I'll keep my mouth shut. Yeah. S- Steve, your thoughts on 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 T- Tolkien's? Uh, the kids are all right. The kids are. All right. I think Steve Listen, could pull that off if he tried it. Really? Oh no no I I am far too too curly. I I, I it it would just continue well, you know to they grow. Make straighteners. Yeah, I know, but it, it just continues to grow up and up and and out and no. So you, no. So you, you look like uh, if you grew your hair out, you look like Gerald from Hey Arnold or something. Yeah, pretty much. It's uh-huh. just a straight column. Right. <laughs> uh, Not even I can. I, do. I don't know. There was there was a point in 2020 where I went like six months without a haircut, and and it was still like. It was long, but it was still like, like an afro. Like it's just. Yeah, it's no, I'm doing a, I'm doing one of my hair, like not cutting my hair, uh, like phases, and um, much to Monica's chagrin, I'm like shedding like a fucking dog. I gotta take, I gotta shave this stuff off. It's it's, it's just on, it's just unwieldy. Um, so, well. Next time you guys see me, I might just be like buzz cut Chris oh, again. No, oh, I'll man. probably leave a little bit. I'll probably leave a little on the top. I'll see. I'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, you could do really... the, you could do the George Jefferson. <laughs> wait, it was oh wait, hold on. Where you just shave the top and leave the sides? <laughs> just leave the sides. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm not mentally ready to do that. I feel like when, I feel like once I do that, I've accepted my fate that I'm like a 50 year old man. So no, I'm not, not quite there yet. Uh, next question is uh, from Ed Ritter. Um, he he well he wants to hear Monica from Twitter's thoughts on the rap league expanding Bruce's empire. Um, Ed, sadly, Monica from Twitter is uh, Monica sleeping, uh, and I'm not going to wake her up to ask her this question. Uh, so we'll answer it on her behalf. Um, I mean, he's talking to about uh, Brisa's expanding um, down to. Uh, I think they opened like a stand in, Orl- in Orlando Stadium. Um, 
So, you know, kudos to them. Um, it's the only other stadium that they could possibly open in because it just further unites the shit posters. The massive clubs, exactly. And, and that's what I, I was going to make a tweet and then I, I, I like got sidetracked. I was going to literally make a choice, like just brothers and being massive and brothers and having like massive breezes, just like, it's just, it's the only other club that can, can handle that power. Um, they look so like, like the photos I saw of them, like they look, the, the, the empanadas look good. So like kudos to them, kudos to Reese's for for expanding down there. I I do want those those frozen cheese sticks that they gave at like the season ticket holder event last year, like that weird drive through. Like they gave us just boxes of the Reese's like frozen cheese sticks, and those things were those things were banging. Oh so, nice. So hopefully they have those to, like uh, this weekend for for the season ticket holder thing. Um, you heard me, Red Bull employee that's listening to this episode. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying, man. Thank you for the question, Ed. Um, next question is from uh, my buddy Porter. Um, asks, uh, does Gerhard purposely try to look like a Bond villain? Ah, it's just him being Austrian. Like he can't really. He can't really. <laughs> there's there's nothing he can do about that. Like, they, like they are villains. All they, are, they are villains. Um, the just, one thing though that open he open any history textbook. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the one thing I will mention uh, about Struber and his look on, on Saturday, that jacket he was he was rocking. I, I want that jacket. Sweet. It was a pretty dope jacket. Um, not as that one... cool, in my opinion, not as cool as the ones that the players wore. On oh, no, field. absolutely. The red one is, no, is, those are great. is insane. I need one immediately. Is, is there any, is there, those ones usually aren't for sale, are they? Um, I think they are. Because there was the one that was like that gray one. That they had a few years ago, and then right. I saw it in the bull shop. So I think it, it should be on sale. If not, like, if it's not in the bull shop, like some random Adidas or like Red Bull, like the Red Bull Formula One shop will have it. And you're just like, why is this here? Okay, whatever. Um, I'm gonna have to track one down. I, I yeah. can take it or leave it with the red kit, but like those those jackets are are pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. Um. Thank you for the question, uh, Mike. Um, the final question for the night uh, is from Stadium Chance. Um, he says, what is the best sorry haters celebration? Uh, Mawail's here no evil or Barlow's uh, shush? Mawail. Um, I got to go with Mawail. Yeah. Mawail. It was just perfect. He he scored the goal and just stopped and put his fingers in his ears and his his teammates just ran up to him and he and he closed his eyes and yeah. closed like, his eyes too like, yeah. yeah everything it was such a good such a he good also uh, earned it a little bit more if we're being honest yeah yeah like Barlow to like tell like the like I don't know who was selling the shush but like all right like yeah he's gotten a lot of shit. I understand. Like, I, like if you score a goal and, and like you have an opportunity to like like style on people, like hey, more power to you. Yeah. Um, but Moil got unjustified shit because he was mm-hmm. a good player for us, and yep. he scored a goal and he's just like, I'm not listening to any of your guys' bullshit. Um, so that that's where that's where Moil has the edge. Um. But yeah, thank you for the question. Uh. And that's it. That's the last question of the night. That's the last. Uh, that's, that's all we got for this week. Um, we all think we all think we should we should be able to beat Toronto up there. Um, 
what what happens on Saturday, we'll see. And uh, Steve, you're going up there for. Are you going up there for the game? Is are the nope. is the border open? Uh, it is, but like it's still heavily it's restricted. Still... You have to yeah. like have a negative test within 72 hours. Oh yeah, and they could make you do another test when you get to the border, and it's just like fucked up. Like if your the test you do at the border comes back positive, like you have to isolate in Canada for two weeks. Like uh, no, oh. no. No, yeah, like that's no, thank you. Yeah, no, thank that's you. awful. That's yeah. okay. That so like... I will, I will be at Celtic Corner in in Hawthorne watching the game. So we're doing a viewing party at Legends, a viewing party in Celtic Corner. Come on out, have yeah. fun, be merry. Oh ho ho! So, uh, yeah. So yeah, that does it. That does it for us. Uh, we'll see you next week to talk about. Uh, this game, and then our home opener against uh, Minnesota. Uh, So looking forward to that. Um, Until then, we'll see you guys later. See ya. See ya. Bye.